1: And the private jet is actually a great idea because I don't know how many times you'd be sitting there with your pants down because you're icing your groins, and you'd be sitting beside an old lady, right, who's going like, so, uh, you come here often? Like, how about like, that? What are, you, what are you doing? Well, <laughs> oh, I just uh, hurt no. myself, and uh, and we're off to our next game. What are you, all sort of like? black and blue? Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're black eye. You're, you're dripping blood sometimes because the doctors weren't anywhere. This is The Rod Peterson Show. Hi
2: everybody, it's me, the champ. It's hour two of a Four Seasons Football Friday. How about that? We're live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino in beautiful Calgary, Alberta. Darren is rolling. Moose is here. Okay, he was with us last hour, but we got more football guests on the program today. So Moose is going to be coming up later on. Hang on, Moose. I'm not ready yet. We're trying something new. Uh, we had Jock Wilson last hour, and uh, we've got a Jimmy Kimball, David Letterman, Jimmy Carson set up, depending on your age. That, Ryan, is what Jamie McCowan said yesterday. You're like Jimmy Carson or Johnny Carson. Jimmy Carson's the hockey player. We're all getting old anyways as we talk football today, and we're having a lot of fun doing it. I got to tell our director, Jordan, do you want him to get the remote cam on this and swing it around? I don't really know what's going on. I'll
3: just get to the Y shop.
2: I'm just going to do what I normally do. And that is our next guest from BBC Canada, Big Brother Canada, National Television, 3downNation.com, The Horseman Podcast, Ryan Valentine joining us here at Grey Eagle. Come on down, Ryan. Pleased to meet you. Hi, yeah. Hey, Ryan, we got a live studio out of you, and we're ready to go. Look at that. Looks great. Hey. That looks really good. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. We got fans. You, Yes, we got fans. You're on the camera, Darren. Yeah. Tell Darren to get out of the way. Producer Clark says, so uh, as I said with jock, just before he left, you might've heard it. I said, all I want to do in this business for the rest of my life is have fun. Can you tell Ryan we're having a lot of fun?
1: Oh yeah. This is great. Like uh, the last time I was here, you were over in the event center, uh, which is a nice, yep, nice little venue. You were in the lobby by yourself, but like you're right in the middle of the action here. You're over top of a bar. Yeah, overlooking I, I mean, the casino. Yeah, it's 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 great. I think there's, uh, there's not a better spot to be doing the show from, and uh, it's a great venue.
2: And if I may, I can tell the viewers, you've dropped a little bit of change in here over the years.
1: I mean, you know. You don't I, mind saying, right? I didn't grab money when I left the house to go play poker with as soon as this is over. Not at all. Uh, <laughs> How about <laughs> that? Why are you that's, asking? That's not my intention. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm totally just going to go back and research tomorrow's game.
2: Yeah, that's, great. Well, and that's obviously Bingo. part of why we brought you down here, but we got a lot of time with Ryan. I will tell you coming up later on Moosel return. We're going to play dealer. No deal for our exclusive betting partner, bet Regal looking at week seven in the NFL. It is a football Friday. So we covered the NHL earlier. I see people writing in and I appreciate you talking about the jets getting bombed in Vegas last night. The Canadians great start. Not today. Maybe on Monday. It's all ball and CFL variety. And I'll just roll into our poll question day and get Ryan's take on that. We have the speakers up loud enough here. For Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center, capital with dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California, would a CFL franchise in Saskatoon be successful? What are they saying on YouTube, Clark? What's the vote right now, if you don't mind? 60% say no, and last I looked on Twitter, over 70% saying no. Why do I bring that up? Because I had some people that represent very rich people come to me this week and say there are some guys that would like to, as a legacy project, build a stadium in Saskatoon, get a CFL franchise. And they have the money to do it, but they don't want to burn their money. They want to know if it would work. The majority is saying no. I don't know, Ryan Ballantyne. Where do you fall on that?
1: I mean, I think if you build a new stadium and you put a team in Saskatoon, it's going to be successful. I think so. We saw the same thing with the rush. Uh, the rush moved from Edmonton uh, as a lacrosse team. And again, there's not a better atmosphere in the national lacrosse league than in that building. When Calgary's the rush pretty playing. good, man, Calgary's really good. I yeah. love the rough and I, I work with the roughnecks. I do. Uh, I do the, the color for them on the home games, but I went out to a rush game, man. And that just start to finish. The energy in that building was electric. Um, You know, so I don't think there's any question to me that that would work. Now, what size stadium are you going to build? What do you determine as a success? You know, when you look at the Western stadiums, all of the Western stadiums have a bad attendance day that would sell out every other stadium in the East. So I think you have to, you have to look at the scale of whether or not it would work. I bet there's a lot of guys that would rather only take their combine halfway to Regina than all the way it's a shorter trip, uh, you know, and, Less gas. and yeah. And watch that game in Saskatoon. I think. I think there's going to be, I think it would absolutely be successful to have that out here. And and to answer Jock's question uh, from earlier, yes, you just pump Winnipeg back to the East for now.
2: Yeah, well, on one hand, and I talk with these people now all the time, these well-heeled football people, while they tell me the CFL needs to evolve or die, the way it's going, it's shrinking, and you see the numbers, Ryan, you watch the games, you know what they're talking about. But I say, if you're talking expansion, then clearly you think the CFL is going to be around for a long time. And they agree, but they don't want to just survive. They want to thrive. They want, because we are old enough to know the good times. Yes.
1: There were good times. Yes.
2: There were good times.
1: There were good times before there were good broadcasts. Like Let's yeah. let's be honest about it. The numbers for the CFL aren't necessarily dwindling. What the difference is, is A, you have a lot more choice. The numbers for everything are dwindling. So success is no longer measured by the old metrics. When you look at shows now, the, the best shows on television are drawing 7 or 8 million people. The best shows, Seinfeld's finale drew, what, 100 million? You know, like yeah. the, the scale and the economics of the entertainment industry have changed so dramatically. And people don't really account for that when they're looking at numbers. When you talk about the CFL doing 600,000, 800,000 people watching a pay-per-view TV station. And let's not forget, the NFL's on CTV. Anyone with a pair of rabbit ears can still get CTV. So they can still watch the NFL. You have to pay to watch TSN. It has to be a part of your package. And those people are paying to watch the CFL because the CFL is doing better numbers than most other sports in the country. Well, it's interesting.
2: The people that have come out of the woodwork on this discussion, people that have never commented on this show before D D writes in, and I don't think that's Darian Durant or Darren DuPont or Dale Durkach, but it's somebody with those initials. The CFL should be modeled more like the Australian rules football league where many smaller cities in town have teams and large cities have multiple teams. Where market preferences allow for it. Um, Kevin and Airdrie says, That's walk, That walk in had to be the funniest segment I have seen. <laughs> and he says, I, I played poker at one of the Stamps charity poker tournaments with Ryan. Oh. Remind him I was wearing my lungs ring. What does that mean? Your I, lungs ring. You I know mean, what that
1: means? No, <laughs> I, I think I played in that tournament once, like four years ago. There you go, uh, and Kevin. That will be a, a stretch to remember. Uh, so I apologize, Kevin, but uh, glad to know you supported the team at the time. Yeah. And hopefully they're able to do stuff like that again in the future.
2: Huge, huge, huge! Stampeders fans here at Grey Eagle. They like the Flames. They love the Calgary Stampeders. And let's move into the talk about the actual games. I'll only say this. I'm not wagging the dog about expansion at all. I'm here as a conduit. I'll get the word out for you. But I don't necessarily think it's going to happen in our lifetime because when's the last time it did? And don't count Ottawa. That's not really expansion.
1: No. You know, it's reopening. (laughs) It's the grand re so re re reopening. The third time, yeah. yeah. It's like that. Bob, they're the Bob's Burgers of the CFL. Yeah, and great burgers. Picturing. It's a great market, right? Yeah, I, I, I've enjoyed. I mean, I, I've seen games everywhere. I think now, but Hamilton. Um, and, uh, it's, it's great everywhere you go, the atmosphere, and there's not a bad CFL stadium, nope, not a you're bad right. CFL city. Every um, one's good. You know, I, I think there's, there's problems in Toronto with just getting to the stadium, the atmosphere around the stadium, the economics of Toronto versus every other CFL city. Um, but there's, there's not a bad place to go watch CFL football.
2: No. Do you have a quick take on tonight's games before we move to the big one? Stampeders, Riders, um, Ottawa at Hamilton tonight, Orlando Steinauer and Dane Evans have never lost to Ottawa. Is tonight the first time they do?
1: I'm I'm an agent of chaos uh, occasionally, um, so it's more entertaining next week. If Ottawa wins this week, yeah, it's more fun. If Ottawa loses this week, well then, you know, and, and if Montreal loses this week, everything kind of gets locked up and it's tidy and next week doesn't mean anything to anybody. But if we see Ottawa win this week, if we see Montreal win this week, then next week matters. Um, so I'd rather see kind of that chaos come into play uh, and, and let everything matter next week and, and have those games mean something as opposed to just a de facto bye week for a bunch of your backups to get reps. Adam in Hamilton
2: says, Ryan, you will love the new stadium in Hamilton. Great atmosphere on the Hammer. Is he inviting you out there? Do you have plans to go? Or <laughs> is it next year's Grey Cup? I mean,
1: if next year's Grey Cup is there, I intend to go to every Grey Cup. Um, I, uh, I may not make it this year uh, just with some other conflicts. Uh, but if the Stampeders get there, I'm going to find a way just to be there for Sunday. But um, yeah, with, Hamil- with it being in Hamilton next year, it's already on my calendar to go. Uh, it just hasn't happened yet.
2: Uh, Arlen Bruce, the third's watching. He says, I would love to play poker
1: against you
2: for charity. So, well, you know what? Come on down. Yeah.
1: Come on down. Uh, I, I got a, I got a game later tonight. If you're in town from Craig
2: Smith, (laughs) our director of scouting, he says, I'm a big fan of great Eagle. Now. I think a lot of people are, uh, I'm sorry. I certainly am. And they treat us so great. This is the best gig ever. As you can see.
1: Yeah, I mean they're not paying me to say it at all, but my in-laws come down here all the time for the buffet. They come down at like the so prime good. rib, like they're they're retired um, and they like to they like to go to the casino. This is their casino of choice. They come out here first, um, you know. They they like the way that the setup is, and and they feel like they get treated pretty well.
2: It's eleven eleven Mountain, by the way, one eleven Eastern. So there's, it's very clearly we're on the right track. You know if you pay attention to numerology or not, you should. It's a great Beautiful. guidance system. <laughs> Um, A quick word on BC at Edmonton tonight, lions favored by seven going in there. I mean,
1: is it possible that the lions losing streak could get to four years? Like we're, we're almost, are you loving it? or Are you hating it? Both? Both. I I think as a, as a Stampeders fan, the idea that they've been this inept for this long makes me feel good as a guy that doesn't particularly care for Chris Jones. I like the idea of him falling flat on his face. but at the same time, I think that what Victor and the team are doing, there off the field uh, deserves to be rewarded. And that's hard to do. If the team doesn't win, it's one thing to say, yeah, it's a great experience. Come on down, come on down, come on down, fill the stands, fill the stands. We're reengaging with the community and the Elks are doing everything they can to do that. Add that to, but we lose every game. And that's a tough sell. Um, So I I think that the team up there deserves to be rewarded. I don't think they're going to win tonight um, or this weekend. I I don't think that there's a chance the Elks beat the Lions, especially with the home playoff game on the line for the Lions. Um, But, you know, you want to see someone in that front office get rewarded. Yeah. (sighs) I don't know what
2: it's going to take. I have more thoughts on that in a second, but I told you we have all these new viewers checking in today. No, Peter provost writes in Cardinals fan Windsor. He's out. (laughs) All he said. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, We discussed last hour. You should hit rewind and go back. Kyler Murray and his set to with his head coach last night, Cliff Kingsbury, where he said, calm the F down to his head coach. I don't have a problem with that. Heat of the moment. We've all been in heat of the moment trenches things. I don't have a problem with. Do you have a problem with Kyler Murray? saying that to Cliff Kingsbury. No, I mean he's no.
1: got he's got to understand that the new Call of Duty came out this week. You know, that's a big thing for Kyler Murray. So just relax. How about that? He'll figure it out. His stats will go down as they do at this time every year, and uh, he'll just play video games. You gave him a ton of money, and you knew who he was when you gave him that ton of money. So I couldn't agree more. I
2: couldn't agree more. And uh, Wayne in BC, by the way, says, I agree that Grey Eagle is a great facility as I visited Rod and Darren there earlier this summer. I feel like the whole next segment will have to do with the Rough Riders and the Stampeders Saturday night and the future of Bo and the current and future of Cody, and we'll get Ryan's take on that. But in the two minutes, we have, three minutes we have left here, did you like Chris Jones when he was with the Stampeders? Or did you even have a thought on him because he uh, wasn't I mean, the head coach?
1: He wasn't the head coach at the time, and so he wasn't in charge of anything, and I think they did a good job of reeling him in. Um, I think the way he left here uh, soured soured my taste on him, and, uh, and it's been that way ever since. I don't um, you know, I, the, the stories I've the internal stories I've heard that I don't think have even been told publicly about the hows and whys of when he left. Um, really, was it not kind of, as simple as middle of the night, packed a U-Haul, left? Uh, it was not that simple uh it was not that simple and uh i'm not at liberty to share that story because um i want the people who told me that story to keep telling me stories uh so so if i let that out uh publicly i I can't do that i'm definitely not trying to it was not a midnight move um that saw chris jones go from calgary to toronto uh there was a lot more involved there and uh had you heard
2: that story because that's the story i heard that he just Packed up and left. Didn't tell Huffy was leaving.
1: Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's absolutely not the story. So interesting. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, it is one thing to to hear about it, and and that that kind of you know. And I mean, let's not pretend like he's not a phone call away from leaving Edmonton either. You know, if if some random junior high school has a varsity team in Louisiana that he wants to go to, he could be gone. I just there's no commitment there.
2: Jeff Y is watching
1: in Hamilton.
2: And he says, hey, Rod, I always thought London, Ontario could support a team. Large enough population base and far enough to not draw from other teams. Absolutely. And I think that's a really good point. I hope that the CFL is moving forward with talk like this. I don't have any idea what they are talking about, but I like the idea of this. Let's expand into the states and let's expand across Canada. Both. Or maybe I think you and I don't view this similarly, Ryan, but... Actually, we will pause and come back. So hang on. <laughs> uh, that, that's a cliffhanger for you. Hey. <laughs> All right. Expansion talk, Riders stamps. Moose will be back later on with NFL Dealer No Deal. We're live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. It's a football Friday on YouTube Live, Game Plus TV, and on the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM.
1: Have you subscribed to The Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now.
2: Welcome back to the Great Eagle Resort and Casino. It is a football Friday. Big CFL fans here. Big NFL fans here. And they love talking football. football. We have a live studio audience. Ryan Valentine is here from Big Brother Canada. The Horseman yeah. Podcast and 3downnation.com. Why do you laugh when I say Big Brother Canada? Point uh, your mic in a little more.
1: You know what? I think it's, it's something I did for three months. Uh, and it will last forever. And I've got yeah. a lot of fun gifts. Uh, of myself um, that I use in text conversations regularly, <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it's just one of those things that won't go away. Even last night at the saddle dome, I went down to watch the game um, and uh, that was a horrifying spectacle, but Wasn't it? Uh, just walking into the shop, uh, someone's like, Oh, Hey, aren't you Ryan from big brother? I'm like, yes. And my wife just sighs. She's like, yes. four years later, this is still almost everywhere we go. Somebody Stops you for this, and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's gonna last forever.
2: That's television for you, baby. Yeah,
1: a million people a week,
2: three times. Um, if the CFL could only say so much, and <laughs> I, but I, what is the game of the week in the CFL in your mind?
1: The game of the week in the CFL this week is Toronto Montreal. That's yeah. the one. That's the You're one that the has first the, to say that it has the most stakes. It has the most stakes. The highest stakes, um, you know, Hamilton and Ottawa, Ottawa's not expecting to make the playoffs. I think they're, they're, you know, they're a, a hope and a prayer to make the playoffs. They need all kinds of help and everything needs to go their way in order to get there. Um, the East final is, is still in play and who's going to get the bye week is still in play. So I think that that game has to be the, by the game of the week, because it's the, it's got the most it's got the highest stakes. Um, you know, there's there's no stakes to Calgary, Saskatchewan. None, really. There's, you know, the the idea that like I I'm that's the game I'm going to watch the most of, obviously, um, because you know that's my team and and they're playing a heated rival. But you know that that's the same as Labor Day this year. There was not, there was no stakes on Labor Day for the Stampeders and the Elks. Everybody knew who was going to win. Everybody knew what was going to happen, and the the question wasn't how, but how much. Yeah. That's why we you know? need
2: more teams, my friend. Uh, for that reason, uh, Kevin and Airdrie says with the Kevin, the medium, he says with all the stuff happening in Regina, it's hilarious to think they could still make the playoffs. Dude, so could Ottawa <laughs> <laughs> again, more teams, more teams. Where's Darren? Put that on the 10th row of my tombstone. All the things I want more teams in the CFL is what we need. One yeah. division is what we need. That too. But I'd start with more teams. I see what you're saying for formatics and everything, yeah. but you know I'm gonna get to Bo, okay? You know that <laughs> we're we're gonna get to that. But what do you? What's your read on the Cody Fajardo situation? Because I can't get one. What they're doing over there. Here's
1: what. Here's what I don't understand. Uh, and tying in Bo Mitchell, right? We saw the playbook on how this is supposed to go at the beginning middle of the season. We saw Bo Levi Mitchell supplanted in Calgary. He stood in front of the media and said, I'm disappointed with the, I'm disappointed with the decision. I believe I can still compete in this league. I'm going to support this team and this franchise and do everything we can to win a championship. And the off season will bring what the off season brings end of story. Haven't heard from him since. No, That's right. Haven't heard from him since he's been the backup quarterback. He's been on the bench. He's been quiet. You haven't heard from him. No, one's suggesting he's causing a fuss. And then Cody gets in front of the media and like near tears rolling from his eyes saying, I hope somebody still wants me. Come on, man. Like, I know that the rider season is over and they clearly believe it's over too. I don't think that there's anything in Craig Dickinson's mind that says, you know what my best chance of winning is against the Calgary. Backup. Let's play the backup for two games and hope that, that Ottawa also wins some games out East. That's not going to happen. So the riders know they're out of it. And they're trying to see if they have anything in Mason fine before the end of the season against a good defense. All that's going to happen to Mason fine this these next two weeks is he's going to eat a lot of turf. He is going to be on his ass over and over and over and over again because this Calgary D line um, is a pack of monsters and the Saskatchewan O line is garbage. It is flat garbage. They've allowed more sacks than any Saskatchewan has allowed more sacks than Calgary and almost any other team in the league combined. That's, that's where they're at heading into the final two games of the season. A that's a a testament to how good Calgary's O-line has been. They've only allowed 15 sacks on the season so far, but Saskatchewan has allowed over 60 sacks. They're they're getting their quarterback murdered over and over and over again, and so would Cody Fajardo find a starter's job somewhere? Maybe. Um, could he end up as a backup somewhere? Probably. Um, I think he'd I think he'd make a comfortable backup in some situations, or in situations where you've got, you know, a, a suspect starter. You know, maybe he signs in in Edmonton. You know, Jones was the guy that pushed Fajardo to the front in the first place. So maybe he goes to Edmonton and he gets to compete with Taylor Cornelius.
2: Uh, Gary and BC says, great topic today. CFL expansion. I'm actually liking the Kelowna idea. Lots of rider fans out here in the Okanagan two LOL. Ken Friedman says, if Ottawa wins tonight, despite everything that's happened, the riders would be in control of their playoff destiny. Yes and no. I think by them losing last week, they're not in control. they got to beat Calgary at least once and hope Ottawa wins. I don't think they're in. I think they've blown that. Yeah. I really do. And I'll say this, by the way, and I appreciate you coming down here in the CFL chat. It's so much fun. My cousin Christine in Meta's and Hat says, I'm surprised poor Cody's not more seriously injured. I think he is very seriously injured. That's all part of that. But... The people in Saskatchewan, Ryan, can't see it. You know what I'm talking about. It's a vacuum there. It's not an insult. They just can't see outside the green vacuum. No, they can't. So to sit here and say, Jock said it, you just said it, Mark Stevens said it earlier this week, the Stamps handled it right. They got out front of this. You just said it. What was it, Labor Day week they did it?
1: they sat well, well it was, down. It was, yeah it was before labor day but when Bo when Bo came out and said what he said right that was it right that was it we haven't talked to him since so but it looks
2: highly confusing for what Saskatchewan's doing and then for Craig Dickinson a your top quarterback doesn't practice Tuesday you say it's a vet day Wednesday you come out the next day and say he's not going to start Thursday you come out and say well he is going to see the field what are you doing I, and how do you know how the game's gonna
1: go this isn't the preseason no you can't
2: script what's going on
1: no well it is it is the preseason for Saskatchewan it's the 2023 preseason what do we have how about do, uh, what have we got and and let's you know they don't even know that see. the
2: coach and GM are even going to be there next year do you think they will be based on this
1: I think, I think at the moment with everything that's gone on in Saskatchewan, I'd be surprised if Craig Dickinson is there next year. Um, and I, I think it's unfortunate. I think he's a good guy. I think he's a good coach. Uh, he was been, he's been an excellent coordinator for a long time, um, but every, you know, with it, with all of the earlier nonsense that they went through in the season um, with, with Garrett Marino and the way that that was handled, I, I don't see. I don't see how they can still be there next year. It's been one PR blow up after another.
2: Yeah. And to point the finger at one guy, which right now the only person being having a finger pointed at them is Fajardo. And listen, I love him. You know that, but I think he could have handled it better too. To say the captain wants to go down with the ship. I was like, "Mm." but he's speaking emotionally,
1: which he probably shouldn't have done. No, they (laughs) shouldn't have. They shouldn't have put him in front of the media that day. They should have given him. Hey, this is, and I mean, who knows, maybe they did tell him on Monday and that's why he didn't practice Tuesday. And that's why, you know, and, and maybe this is still the fallout of that. We've seen Cody be a pretty emotional guy over the years. You know, anytime, anytime the boo birds came out at, at new mosaic, he got a little upset about it. it. Yeah. And, and would say so and, and kind of put his feelings on display. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying that a guy can't be an emotional player and and all of that, but in that situation, you haven't done the team any favors. And I also don't think he's done himself any favors for a next opportunity. You know, when you look at how he's handled this situation, is that a guy that you want to bring into your locker room? Is that a guy that you want to take a shot at, you know, because he's been a starter in the league? Uh,
2: Jeff Caballus in Winnipeg says, "Next thing you know, they'll be pointing the finger at Gainer the Gopher.
1: They actually <laughs> already did a couple of years ago. I made him change his outfit, if you remember. Well, and, and and then they brought in that messhead Gainer, which was really kind of. And it like,
2: change that. <sighs> they don't know what they're doing.
1: Uh, they don't. It's very evident they don't know what they're
2: doing over there right now. But that's fine. Um, I think whoever signs Cody Fajardo is getting." He will be a very mentally strong coming out of this. Trust me. But you often, in the recovery world, and you know what I do in that. Mm-hmm. We often say if you don't know what to do, do nothing, because you could really screw things up. And say nothing if you have that opportunity. And you, you said it. Cody shouldn't have had to speak. Now, with the future of Bo Levi, is there any chance that he doesn't even know what he's going to do? So it would be very hard for you or Mark or Jock or Danny Austin or anybody to predict because Bo doesn't know what he's going to do. I think that's that's absolutely the case. I think
1: that's absolutely the case. Um, Bo has said in the past that if he didn't feel his skills were up to being the Bo Levi Mitchell caliber of quarterback that he was and has been, then he would retire, even if fans thought that was early. Um, I don't know that that's still the case because I feel like he's a guy that wanted to go out on top. Um, I I honestly see a future for Bo on TSN in the panel, whether or not that is... Yeah, who goes? Yeah, well, I often
2: say that when people say Bo is going to go there.
1: Uh, I mean any of them i am not like with I would want to
2: go with Sorry. with
1: respect like i i don't you know i'd like to see dunnigan move into more of a full-time color role um i like and him so, on there too yeah, yeah so put dunnigan into a full-time color role uh hell put dunnigan with with dustin nielsen and i think you've got your probably team. the best team that that you can have um in that cfl broadcast landscape so move dunnigan into a full-time color role put bow on the panel you've still got your your southern accent you know you've still got your your crazy you know former quarterback who could sling the ball and get excited guy I think when Bo has done TSN in the past uh when Stan, when the Stampeders didn't make it to the great cup he'd feature for them during great cup week I think he offers good insight he knows the game inside and out the question for me is whether or not he'll be able to walk away to do that and we saw the same thing with Henry Burris Henry Burris eventually got his ring and could walk away on top but there were some seasons there before that and he ended up on the panel but there were some seasons there before that that you thought man Henry should probably like it's he's not doing it the way he can do and then he came out and had the game of his life and and walked away on top
2: uh well on that vein I want what's best for Bo I've never met the guy um I was saying to some football people this week my relationship with the Stampeders will improve immensely once Bo leaves uh, Jock said, he goes, I don't think your relationship's bad with the Stamps. I said, it's not. But I do believe Dicky and Huff said, Bo, do you mind if, I, if we go down and go on the show? Right. And I believe Bo said, I don't care what you do. I'm not.
1: Yeah. I'm no. Not. I. That's <laughs> been very clear. <laughs> I think. I think that's it's very clear, very clear. That, that Bo's not coming to do this show. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there might there might also be a team out there that feels like they can that they can get Bo back to rights. But I think when you look at Reggie Bagleton, when you look at you know the 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 receivers that Bo's had since his shoulder surgeries have happened, and the offensive line that protects him as well as they do, and he still was a middle of the road quarterback. I think if you put him behind any less talented an offensive line, his lack of mobility may become an issue. And, you know, he just, he hasn't been there now. That's not to say a motivating factor can't come back and turn him right back into an MOP. I think it's absolutely possible that he could come back and be something more. Um, but just within the stampeder system, there were not, there was, there's not enough room for mistakes. And so he wasn't able to play here.
2: Uh, my cousin, Christine in medicine hat says, I think Bo will go to Texas. That is his home. And I'll tell you, the yep. U S South is a wonderful place. Jeff, the stamps fan says exactly. Ryan Bo will sit down and decide to retire, get rid of Sanchez or Steagle. He goes on to say, how about Bowl the stamps quarterbacks coach? They have one Wayne in BC says, it's so sad to see what's going on in Saskatchewan right now. I feel a house cleaning is in order as far as management goes. Well, we'll see. A couple of weeks left before they make those uh, decisions or even start. Ryan, we're out of time, but this has been fun. Pleasure as always. Yeah, thank you, buddy. Anytime you need me here, I'm here. Uh, thank you. We'll be here a while. Enjoy the games this weekend. And yeah, next.
1: looking forward to it. All right. Thanks.
2: Uh, the Moose will join us next. We'll continue the CFL discussion. Got a sports update, and NFL deal or no deal. It's a football Friday, live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and the radio, WQEE 99.1 FM.
1: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
2: It is the RP Show. We are live from Grego Resort and Casino, as you can see. Another busy weekend coming up here Uh, and everywhere for that matter. I'm going to get into what's going on in the world of sports in a second. You see the Moose has rejoined us here on set. Everybody's loving this Johnny Carson setup here, Moose. Way to go. (laughs) Thank you. It was a team effort. I brought the couch out and that's it. Darren's done everything else.
3: Yeah, but that was the, the cornerstone of the living room here. Yeah,
2: I've been looking at the couch for the last 17 weeks, never even thought about it. No. And then this week, I'm, hey.
3: That would be cool. And for me, and I'm sure all our guests, this is way more comfortable than any of
2: the chairs we've had out here. Oh, absolutely. I'm sure it is. Um, Phones charged. Can unplug it now. Just on the topic of CFL expansion, which I don't understand. I really like to deal in reality, not fantasy. That's why I'm not a fantasy football player. I don't usually sit around and think, what if, if I don't think it's ever going to happen. And I really wonder, but Steven in North Dakota writes in, He's got a few uh, comments, actually quite a few comments, but he says CFL expansion to all 50 state fairs, state fair football, Pat McAfee. Yeah. You got to be honest, uh, agree that the football has been pretty good this year. No real state fair
3: goofy stuff this year. No, it's been Uh, really good. The football has been awesome and it's going to come right down to the wire, which is going to be even better and the playoffs will be good. Even when we make fun of the East, Rod, we make fun of the East a little bit about their competitive balance and whatnot. But does Hamilton not look like
2: a team that can get to a Grey Cup right now? Sure. I don't assume you read the game notes. Did I forward you the game notes? Why did you read them last week? I must did I forward them to you? No. I knew I needed
3: to because I was hosting.
2: Oh, okay. So ah, I went in. I love the stats. I love the stories, and it's important to point out, I think, for this game tonight, Hamilton home to Ottawa that Orlando Steinauer is, I think, 5-0 and all-time against Ottawa. And the quarterback, Dane Evans, is 3-0 and all-time against Ottawa. But you're right. It is an important time in the league. And I do get a little bothered when I'm sitting here. I watched Center four times yesterday. I watched Center twice today and connected twice. Virtually nothing on the CFL, other than maybe just a graphic saying, these are the games and these are the odds. It's, it's sad compared to what it used to be and i don't know what it would take to change that and i don't work at tsn and i don't work in the cfl so they need to figure it out last quote i saw from randy ambrosie the commissioner which was just last week in the vancouver province said he loves the deal with tsn they're doing a great job clearly nothing's going to change by the way, there's breaking news today as we look at a sports update on this Friday. Manager John Schneider and the Toronto Blue Jays have agreed to a three-year deal with a team option for the 2026 season. Schneider led the club to a 46 and 28 record after taking over on July 13th from Charlie Montoyo. The Blue Jays reached the playoffs, but were swept in the wild card series by the Seattle Mariners. Clearly, Darren, there we're going to take the interim tag off for John Schneider. I applaud the move. He's an original Blue Jay. The implosion. These things happen. Daryl Sutter didn't get fired uh, because they lost in five games to the orders, right? Like these things happen.
3: They happen. And this is his first time, right? As the, as the bench boss, right? Running for John Schneider, for John Schneider. So you got to understand when he's in that moment and it's eight to one, and we thought he should have kept his star pitcher in there a little bit longer, you know, and first sign of adversity pulls him. That's a tough moment for him. A moment he's never been in. He's maybe been the number two guy, watching those situations, Charlie Montoya, John Gibbons, whoever he's been on the bench with, but he had to make that call for the first time. Now he's learned from it. He already took the team there, and we were really excited about this Jays team, so I think he's earned the
2: opportunity to see where he can go from here. He'll learn from that mistake. San Francisco 49ers have acquired star running back Christian McCaffrey from the Carolina Panthers for a Hall of draft picks. The Panthers announced the deal Thursday night. The trade sends McCaffrey back to the Bay Area where he starred in college at Stanford. The deal will be finalized when McCaffrey passes a physical. The sports update for Ballers Rec Room, home of the RP Show Grey Cup Party presented by Twisted Tea. Friday, November 8th, The Grey Cup week in Regina. Also for the Tap Brewhouse and drive Through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Braden, our intern, wants to know if the addition of Christian McCaffrey makes the 49ers the best team in the NFC now. Uh, How about no? Because that's the Philadelphia
3: Eagles until otherwise stated. That's correct. But this makes them really close.
2: If he stays healthy. Yeah. Adam and Hamilton says, I'd love to know who Darren thinks will be the two teams in the great cup. (laughs) I honestly, like right now, today,
3: I think it's Winnipeg-Hamilton for a third time in a row, and I know that's boring. Stop! I honestly do. That's what I think is going to happen. That's just because the guy's from Hamilton. No, I think Hamilton's peaking. It's about who's peaking at the right time. Look, I told you, Dane Evans looked like Tom Brady last week, right? So, I mean, we got to see how they finish, but I could easily see Toronto or Montreal in the Grey Cup as well. But until, like, you know, Calgary, BC can really threaten Winnipeg, but I... Look at all signs right now to me are pointing to a three three
2: time with uh, Winnipeg Hamilton. There's no wrong answer. As we sit here today, October 21st, I'm sticking with Winnipeg, Toronto. But there's a lot of scintillating things going into this offseason in the CFL quarterback carousel. What will be a coaching carousel? Management personnel, GM personnel uh, carousel, right? Yeah. Uh, Earl on YouTube says I was certain the Riders would make the crossover at least how terribly sad and frustrating this must be for my family in Saskabush well I'll be heading back there this weekend uh, I'll give you a report come Monday how about that I'll be speaking in how beautiful Lampman Lampman Sask glad you asked oh here we go with the NFL <laughs> talk didn't take long from Enortap. Tap. how can the 49ers even be considered Super Bowl contenders especially with those quarterbacks don't hate. Don't be a hater. Jimmy Garoppolo took him to the Super Bowl and to the playoffs every year. And they beat the Dallas Cowboys last year with Jimmy G. What are you talking about?
3: Jerry, you're say no, something. Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to take a team of average players and will them do a Super Bowl. Uh, Patrick Mahomes can do that. Tom Brady can do that. Aaron Rodgers can do that. You know, Drew Brees could do that, but he can't. But they have a ton of weapons, you know, in that receiving core, George Kittle, Debo Samuel. Now they've added a running back who's really good catching footballs out of the backfield and can run the football. He
2: distributes the ball as good as anybody. They'll be fine. D.D. on YouTube, which clearly isn't you because you're sitting right beside me. He says Garoppolo's already been to the Super Bowl with a lesser 49ers team. How can they not be considered contenders? I was saying to Ryan, we could easily do a two hour day CFL show, but guess what? We could easily do a two hour day NFL show, very easily do a two hour day NHL show. But we morph them all and speak about them wisely and intelligently, and that's why people are here. We're going to play NFL Dealer no deal, speaking of for Bet Riegel, when we come back for overtime, our final segment of the week on this Football Friday. Stick around. We're live from Grey Eagle Resort and Casino on YouTube, Game Plus TV, and WQEE 99.1 FM.
1: Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Awesome. Right on. dear. So Hot damn.
2: Beautiful day here in the foothills. We're actually in the gateway to the foothills. Great Eagle Resort and Casino. Come on down this weekend. All kinds of fun things happening. We're going to play NFL deal or no deal, and then we're going to wind it up with whatever the viewers would like to talk about here in overtime for the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the National Football League. Obviously, there's been a lot of CFL talk here today. Big CFL weekend, a lot of ramifications. I see the media sniping back and forth at each other. That's not new. Yeah. (laughs) Some great comments here regarding the great cup combatants and really this is the exciting biggest time of the year in the cfl let's be honest this is when the crowds are the biggest this is when the tv ratings are the biggest and this is usually where the cfl shines the games are the best come playoff time yeah but i hope they are this weekend too but The NFL's been great. And as you see from the comments from the viewers, it's a hot topic. So we're going to play deal or no deal here. This is the odds from our official and exclusive betting partner, Bett Regal. Sign up this weekend for a membership there at BetRegal.ca. You'll be glad you did. Are you ready to go? I'm ready. These are the odd, the betting lines. Darren decides if he's going to take the bet or not. So we open with the Cleveland Browns at the Baltimore Ravens. Battle of the black and blue division. The AFC North. The Ravens are favored by 6.5. I'll take the deal. Wow. That was quick. I'm high in the Ravens. Uh, I'll take it as well. Tom Brady. Tom Edward Brady. Are at the Carolina Panthers. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But it's basically Tom against Carolina. Tom's favored by 13. Thirteen. Yeah. Whoa, ho, ho. Deal or no deal? No deal. It's
3: too much, but Tampa, I think, wins. And if I have a second, much like Mike Tomlin being a great coach, got embarrassed one week, came back, beat Tampa the next week. It's rare that Tom Brady gets
2: embarrassed two weeks in a row. Very right. rare. And that's why I'll take the deal, because Carolina is selling off pieces of the sideline fight last yeah. week. It's over. Atlanta at Cincinnati, our Falcons. Hashtag rise up. Falcons at the Bengals since he's favored by six and a half. Deal or no
3: deal. No deal. We're still on that Super Bowl hype of the Bengals, and they're not that good. Their O line is I'm not taking it either. No.
2: Dakota Prescott returns at quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Home to the Detroit Lions. Cowboys favored by seven in Jerry's house. Deal or no deal.
3: No deal. I think it's gonna take some adjustment with Dak back. The Lions offense is not as good as the numbers show, and they had that bad week against the Patriots. But they'll keep it close.
2: I'll take it. I'll take the deal. The New York football Giants visit the Jacksonville Jaguars. And how about this? The Jags are favored by three. No chance. I agree. The Indianapolis Colts visit your Tennessee Titans. And so the Titans are favored by 2.5 at Nissan Stadium.
3: Yeah. No deal. Home team, less than a field goal. I'll
2: take it. Moi aussi. That's French for me, me too. too. Green Bay at Washington. Washington. Packers favored by
3: 4.5 on the road. Deal or no deal? Yeah, I like that on the road. They need to get right. That's not a lot of points, so
2: I'm good. Uh, Deal, yeah. New York Jets at the Denver Broncos. The Broncos favored by a point and a half. No deal. I'm shocked that they're even favored, let alone by a point and a half. I
3: know. The only thing that they've got going, they've got a great defense, and it continues to play pretty good.
2: The Houston Texans are at the Las Vegas Raiders. Vegas favored by seven. Deal or no deal?
3: that's such a high spread that's really making me think so the odds makers are doing their job you know what i'll take the deal
2: houston's that bad i won't take the deal from what i hear the raiders are a grease fire seattle at the los angeles chargers chargers favored by five it's 05. no deal you believe it in seattle huh yeah i at won't least take to the deal. keep it close the kansas city chiefs at the san francisco 49ers chiefs favored by two on the road dealer no deal I like that on the road. Yeah, two is good. And that's the right line. I'll take the Chiefs. I'll take it as well. How about this? The Raptors are in Miami Saturday night. The Panthers are home to lightning tonight. And prime time Sunday night, the Dolphins and the Steelers. And I'm not there for any of it. It's a bonanza. Yeah, it's a bonanza sports weekend in South Florida. Dolphins favored by seven. Tua returns against the Steelers. Deal or no deal? No
3: deal. I think that's going to take some adjusting too. And I think Mike Tomlin's too good. They'll keep it close. Miami might win the game, but this isn't going to go back to the
2: instantly, the three and O dolphins. I'm a Dolph fan and I will take the deal. And Monday night football, Chicago bears at new England. The Pats are favored by eight deal. Uh, I'll take the deal. Mac Jones returns a quarterback for the Patriots. The last we heard um, Ryan's watching in Saratoga, New York. He says the Falcons are a weirdly good team. Everyone had them written off, but they're staying in games. They're listening to us down there right now. WQEE, your unofficial, your official, unofficial home for Falcons football. WQEE 99.1. What do you say, Ryan O'Radio? How about that? Those Falcons were supposed to suck this shit. They've won more games in the opening third of the season, opening quarter, than they were supposed to win all year. (laughs) Same with Forgot to tell Arthur Smith. We're supposed to suck this year. And Robert Selle and, and uh,
3: Dabble and Brian Dable uh, in uh, New York. The two New York teams in Atlanta, between the two of them, they've got more wins, the three of them, more wins already than they were supposed to have in the next decade. So,
2: yeah, I don't know what's going on, but it's fun to watch. Well, these are all overreactions. You know that. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I will be driving back to the rectangle the Bermuda Triangle of the NHL this weekend, and I will have all NFL off. I'll have all NHL off. I'll be listening to Howard Stern. I love it. It's good for your mind. You loved it on the way out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's like putting up an Ikea shelf from Ikea. (laughs) Instructions. From JT says, RP show, very good show today. Great show. Thank you. Thanks to all involved. Later. Adam and Hamilton says Montreal is going to take first place in the East. Adam, it's a little early to be drinking on this Friday, even though you're out East. <laughs> Toronto's, are they not two games up with two games to go when they play each other? As Willie Jefferson would say, how that? <laughs> I got to look at these standings, but no, I don't think that that's going to happen. Toronto's got to win one and they got first place. Yeah. And they'll have the clincher too. CFL standings. Yeah, they're four points up, dude. What's he talking about? Montreal will have to sweep. It's not happening. No. Um, Kevin, the medium says, do you guys keep the records of the deal or no deal? I do. And uh, the fun thing about this show is Darren's been with me, obviously, since day one. And these big, thick binders I have, Mm -hmm. it's a high stack I got in the house. Every show, 866 of them. It will be in the museum one day. Just like
3: actually Sam, the uh, Smithsonian, the old viewers. And I love giving it a little nugget here, but the old viewers. So tucked away in storage. And when we get into a new studio, I've got one of John Frenzy's old show notes. You know, we, we come in and scribble out a bunch of notes. I've got his handwritten notes safely in a, in a plastic wrap. And that'll be in
2: the Smithsonian too one day. This is the, our listeners on WQEE, the key which, incidentally, Ryan radio was listening. Yeah. And response said, another great show. Thank you, Ryan. I know it was a lot of CFL heavy, but we did get our Blue Jays talk in there, our NFL talk, and a little NHL, and we kept it certainly entertaining. But John Frenzy was the Hall of Fame broadcaster of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, the Don Cherry of football. And who would you compare him to in the United States? He's very hard to in- – Dickie V.? Yeah, maybe. Probably. I he's a lot softer. Mm-hmm. Unless Terry Bradshaw. But Last minute of play in the RP show. They're in, they're in anybody. No. But our viewer, our listeners in Atlanta never had a chance to enjoy John Frenzy because uh, he retired. Like most of us, forced retirement. Not by us. Oh, no, was
3: not our call. It wasn't by it wasn't by us. It was time.
2: Uh, I don't know what we got next week, but we will certainly let the people to Great Eagle know. Right, guys. And we we appreciate the live uh, studio audience. Looks like we have guests joining us here after the show. So that's always fun. Uh, Moose, you have a great weekend. Be safe. You, too. Everybody else. We'll see you Monday noon Eastern. And we'll be back on Game Plus TV and right here on WQEE Radio. Uh, Take care of yourselves. And each other. Kumbaya, namaste, what it is. See you Monday. (laughs) Who has more fun than us?
1: (laughs) Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.